0: Welcome to the Daring DVM Podcast, the veterinary podcast that teaches you how to use psychology, coaching, and your doctor brain to rewire your mind and get what you want in life. If your life is not what you had imagined it would look like 10 years ago, and you're desperately looking for ways to make it how you thought it would be, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Amy Grimm, Certified Veterinary Life Coach, Goal-Getting Girl, and Life Work Alignment Pro. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 31 of the Daring DVM podcast. I cannot believe we're almost at the end of the year. Today, I'm going to give you a little holiday gift, and that is four strategies to regulate yourself in the moment. You can use them in everyday stressful situations to help calm yourself and take control of yourself. And you can practice them when you are at home or at work or out and about. This way they become as instant and easy and automatic as tying your shoes. And I mean, who doesn't want some easy regulation techniques during the holidays? Before we jump in, I just wanted to remind you to sign up for the Daring DVM newsletter. I send this out weekly and it contains free coaching and mindfulness tools and practices, as well as nervous system resiliency techniques and applications. As a holiday season bonus, I will also be sending out a video on the nervous system and how to build resiliency. And I'll do this in the next couple weeks. This is only going to be available to those of you on the mailing list. So if you don't wanna miss out, then head on over to the website, DaringDVM.com and sign up today. Also, if you are in the spirit of holiday gift giving, then my ask is that you subscribe to the podcast and share it with others. This tiny gift from you to me would really help me reach and impact other people who could truly benefit from this information. And honestly, guys, that is the most precious gift of all. Aww. Okay, okay. So now we're getting started. A few weeks ago, we were talking about nervous system resilience work and what happens when you feel triggered. And in that episode, I discussed a tool that you can use in everyday situations to help regulate your nervous system, calm yourself, and bring your thinking, decision-making, CEO portion of your brain online. This tool is basically a body scan and is sometimes referred to as the limp noodle, or you may have heard it as the ragdoll, And today, what I'm going to do is review that tool and give you three other options that you can try as well. It is important that we have different tools in our tool belt so that we can decide what works best for us and what works best for us in a particular situation. The limp noodle is great because you don't have to fully collapse in order to experience the benefits and to bring your cognitive prefrontal cortex back online. It can be as simple as releasing tension in your shoulders or unclenching your fists or even taking a deep breath and then relaxing into your chair. But sometimes you may not be able to do this or you might wanna try something different. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm gonna give you three more tools that you can play around with, and you can also research them to learn more about them and how they best work for you. So I wanna begin by giving you a brief explanation of why these tools work, and then we'll do a recap of the lymph noodle technique. When we talk about the nervous system and creating resilience, we're specifically talking about your autonomic nervous system and its sympathetic and parasympathetic branches. If you remember from the previous episode, we talked about how your nervous system is like this giant scanning radar that is constantly scanning for safety and danger. And when it interprets danger, that is, it picks up on a perceived threat, it sounds an internal alarm that activates your survival biology. It does this by activating the sympathetic branch of your autonomic nervous system, and this in turn brings your survival brain, which is a combination of your lower brain and midbrain, online and in charge. We also learned that the scanning system is very sensitive to picking up on a threat, but it's not very specific to the type of threat, which is why your nervous system may interpret something as dangerous, even when in reality, you are objectively safe. This is why you can feel triggered, even when there's not necessarily something threatening happening to you or around you, and you may not even know why. Our parasympathetic branch, on the other hand, is responsible for our safety state, our rest and digest, our state of resilience. This is that state where we have full access to our prefrontal cortex, our own personal CEO, the thinking, planning, decision-making, once what's best for you portion of our brain. In this state, we are able to think and process our emotions and make decisions that serve us. The thing is, when our somewhat non-specific scanning system interprets a quote-unquote threat, we are immediately sent into a state of hyper-arousal, sympathetic activation. And when this occurs, our survival brain is put in charge, and we do not have access to our prefrontal cortex. We also talked about how, in some cases, when we have already been operating in a hyperactivated state for a long time, we no longer have enough energy to stay there. And as a result, we can instead be placed into a state of hypo arousal, which is where we go into shutdown, and people can experience this as complete exhaustion, or burnout, or depression. What we are referencing here is actually polyvagal theory, which is a hypothesis that there is a different branch of the parasympathetic system that is activated during these hypoaroused times. So when we think about our traditional sympathetic and parasympathetic branches, we recognize that each branch has its own physiology. When we are in a parasympathetic state, the rest and digest, our heart rate and breathing rate are reflective of this. Our thinking patterns and our emotions also reflect being in a safe and resilient state. However, when we are placed into a state of hyperarousal, our survival physiology is reflected instead. Think fight or flight, increased heart rate, shallow, faster breathing, increased tension in your body because you are preparing to take action, sweaty palms, flushed cheeks, as well as racing thoughts, or in some cases, an inability to think clearly, as well as emotions such as fear, frustration, anger, or possibly overwhelm, or nervousness, or worry. So when we use a regulation technique, such as the lump noodle, what we're actually doing is sending a strong signal to our subconscious brain and nervous system that we do not need to be in an activated state. If we can regulate ourselves, it means that we can bring down our heart rate and control our breathing and release the tension in our body and calm ourselves down. And when we are in this physiologically calm state, we switch back into the parasympathetic state, which then shuts off our survival brain and brings our prefrontal cortex back online. Remember, only one can be in charge at a time. So if your survival brain is running the show, your prefrontal cortex is taking a back seat. And vice versa, if you can bring your CEO, your prefrontal cortex, back online, then your survival brain is immediately turned off. This is why it is important to start with asking those two questions of, am I safe and do I feel safe? When you ask yourself the question, am I safe? The answer is typically yes, Most of the time our nervous system has scanned and interpreted a perceived threat rather than a real threat. And in reality, if it has interpreted a real threat, then it's a good thing because you're checking in and now you're activated and you're going to do something about it. But nowadays, in reality, most of the time we are empirically safe and we're just facing a perceived threat. So when you ask yourself the question and you answer it with yes, it sends a very strong message to your subconscious that you have checked things out yourself and that you are in fact safe. This lets your little nervous system know that it is just a false alarm. The other part of asking yourself is, do I feel safe? And the majority of the time, the answer is no. We feel triggered or unsafe because our nervous system is letting us know that it has perceived a threat. And a perceived threat can be anything. It could be something as simple as running late or being stuck in traffic. Maybe it's a feeling you're on the spot and you don't know the exact answer to a question right away. It can also be learning a new surgical procedure or taking on a challenging and unfamiliar case. Perhaps having a crucial conversation with a client or a colleague or your boss. All of these things can be perceived as threats by our nervous system. And this is what sends us into a state of sympathetic activation. But you cannot argue with your survival brain and your nervous system and try to convince them to stop sending you the signal. So it's very important that we acknowledge that we do not feel safe and that our nervous system has been activated, even though we know we are empirically safe. So once you have completed these two questions, am I safe? Yes. Do I feel safe? No. Then you are ready to connect to your CEO. We do this by scanning our bodies for tension and tightness and noticing our heart rate and breathing rate. This is about becoming aware of your physiology in a hyperactivated state. We scan our body to bring our mind to the present. And as we scan, we search for any tension or tightness and we acutely relax those muscles. You can do this by taking a deep breath and slowly exhaling. You can relax your shoulders, Fully soften your gaze. If you're sitting, you can try to relax or melt into your chair. And if you're standing and feel comfortable, you can do the limp noodle or the ragdoll, where you bend over completely at the waist and let your upper body and limbs and neck and back hang loosely, soften your knees and just gently shake it all out or sway side to side. When you do this, you are releasing tension from your body. And when you release the tension from your body and you breathe deeply, you begin to slow your heart rate and you send intentional signals to your nervous system that you are creating a parasympathetic relaxed state. Because this is the state you need to be in to have full access to your personal CEO. This is as simple as taking a few seconds to say, am I safe? Yes. Do I feel safe? No. Okay, take a deep breath, slowly exhale while scanning my body and relaxing. This is literally all it takes to help you become regulated and get your prefrontal cortex back in the game. When you bring your personal CEO back online, you get to be the best version of yourself in that moment and show up how you want to and create the results that you want. This is how you live your life with intention rather than reactivity. So now that we've done a quick recap and we talked about the lump noodle, what are three other ways that you can regulate besides this? One of these is using your peripheral or panoramic vision. When we are in an activated state, we tend to become hyper-focused and locked in. So the goal with this is to open and relax our vision in order to tap into our parasympathetic state. You can do this either sitting or standing. The first step is to find something that you can look at on eye level that is approximately five to 10 feet in front of you. Use your eyes to focus on the spot or object for five seconds. You can count it out in your head. One, two, three, four, 5. Then start to soften your focus until the spot becomes blurry. Hold this gaze for five seconds as well, counting it out in your head. Now, still facing forward and without moving your eyes, shift your focus to your peripheral vision. Do this simultaneously with both eyes. Maintain your peripheral focus for 10 seconds. Count it out in your head. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10. Then repeat this exercise by refocusing on that spot or object in front of you, and going through the steps again. Repeat this entire process five times. While you are doing this, you can continue to remind yourself that you are safe. You can tell yourself, I am safe, and you can repeat this as necessary. Another easy tool involves relaxation of your soft palate. It is sometimes easier to do this one while sitting, but you can certainly stand if you want to. You want to be comfortable and you want to shift your focus to the muscles along the roof of your mouth. Once you have brought your focus here, release all of the tension in this area. You should feel a soft, gradual expansion of the soft tissue. As you do this, continue to expand your focus and relaxation to include the muscles of your face and your jaw. Release all the tension in these areas too. Once you have relaxed all of these muscles, silently say the letter R to yourself. Try to gently maintain a subtle arch in the roof of your mouth. As you form the letter R, it creates the arch in the roof of your mouth. Try to hold this position for five seconds. Repeat this exercise five times. An alternative way to create this arch is to yawn. However, that might not be the best thing if you're in the middle of a meeting or a difficult conversation. This is why I like the soft palate relaxation technique using the R sound because it is much more subtle and you can do this while you are around or in front of other people. The next one is one of my favorites, especially since it has a lot of research backing it and has been shown to dramatically improve mood and decrease anxiety. This one is called the physiological sigh. This one is really simple and easy to do. You simply take two inhales through your nose, followed by a long extended exhale through your mouth. When you breathe in through your nose, your first breath is going to fill your lungs almost to capacity. And then the second one is going to be a quick breath to top your lungs off. Then as you exhale slowly through your mouth, you can also add in the voo sound. You don't have to do this, especially if you're not somewhere private, but if you are somewhere where you can add in the sound, the vibrations within your mouth have additional benefit to decreasing anxiety. It sounds like voo, like a long foghorn or ship's horn. Andrew Huberman's research has looked into this, and when you do this exercise for five minutes, It dramatically decreases your anxiety and improves your overall mood for 24 hours, which is pretty cool stuff. This technique mimics the crying of a baby or a small child, which is why it works so well for self-soothing. Our body inherently knows what to do to help us regulate our nervous system. How cool is that? Learning how to regulate yourself and your nervous system is what will help you go from living via default to living with deliberation and intention and taking actions that serve you and create the results that you want in your life. The goal is to go through your entire day confronting any and all situations, no matter how small or big of a perceived threat that they are, or not, and confront them anyway in a relaxed body because a relaxed body cannot house stress. When you are purposefully placing yourself into a relaxed body, you are creating the physiology that puts you into a relaxed state and allows you to access your prefrontal cortex. We cannot be in the sympathetic and the parasympathetic state at the same time. So if we are activated and we slow down our breathing and focus on relaxing and releasing tension, we can flip into the parasympathetic state and reverse our stress response. When we consciously do this, it not only calms our nervous system, but it brings our CEO online, which further reinforces that we are relaxed and breathing and focused and not in danger. And therefore, we can think clearly, which is what we really want, to decrease stress and to be clear-headed so that we can make the best possible decision and have full access to our thinking and language centers. And the truth is, we are challenged with stress and overwhelm and anxiety and frustration every single day. And the only way for us to thrive is if we operate from a state of resiliency. And we develop the state of resiliency through practice and through regulating our nervous system every single moment of every single day you create awareness by checking in with yourself multiple times throughout the day. This allows you to bring your level of stress down and to help you regulate yourself every single day. So no matter what kind of stress is thrown at you this holiday season, whether your uncle says some truly cringe-worthy stuff at the dinner table, or the dessert you're responsible for flops, or your kids only seem to be on their worst behavior, or your narcissistic mother-in-law is being a total biatch, or you're dreading all of the free advice questions you're going to be asked from family members that you only see once a year, or you're anxiously awaiting for somebody to comment on your weight, or how your body's changed, or make some remark about your food choices, and should you be getting a second helping? or your perfect plans that you so painstakingly put together to have a good Christmas this year go completely awry, the truth is, you can always regulate, and you can always handle it, and you can get through the holiday stress. Am I safe? Yes. Do I feel safe? No. Now I'm going to get into my body and regulate and relax. What I would offer is that you try out some of these different techniques and practice them to see what feels good to you. This is not a one-size-fits-all practice. It's important to find a technique that works for you and that you can rely on to help you through your day. And once you have developed a consistent strategy to do that, it's also very helpful to then teach yourself some of the other options as well. This way, if you're unable to utilize your go-to regulation strategy, then you still have other options available to you and you want to practice these until they become as automatic as brushing your teeth or tying your shoes. And the way that you do this is through practice, practice, practice. Remember to ask your two questions first. Am I safe? And do I feel safe? And then get into your body and relax. Okay, my friends, I hope that these techniques will help you through the holiday season, as well as into the new year and the rest of your life. My hope is that you truly learn to befriend and work with your nervous system so that you can live into your values and create the life that you desire. If you would like more of these types of tools sent to your inbox, then remember to sign up for the Daring DVM newsletter. You can do this by heading over to www.daringdvm.com forward slash contact, where you can subscribe for weekly coaching tools and techniques and useful practices to implement into your life now. And as always, I love who you are. And even more than that, I love who you're becoming. Dare to dream. If you love what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come coach with me in my Daring DVM coaching program. It's where you get individual help applying these concepts to your own life. This is where we address your challenges crush your goals, and create your dream life. It's where I help other veterinarians who are struggling just like I once was to create and cultivate their dream life too. Helping you is my favorite thing to do and it will change your life, I guarantee it. Come coach with me at www.daringdvm.com Forward slash coaching. That's daringdvm.com forward slash coaching. I cannot wait to meet you. Dare to dream.